I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue, episode number 89. I am your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today I want to talk to you about hiring for fast results. And um, to be transparent, this episode's coming up as I am working to find uh, a bunch of really great, great reps for a couple of clients of mine. Uh, so part of what we do uh, when teams grow, because we want to help teams grow, um, we also help them find the right candidates. And part of what we do is assess the strategy that's going to make most sense for the clients. And some people uh, firmly believe, and I don't necessarily disagree with this, but some people firmly believe that you want to you know, hire the right personality and then you can train them to do the job. Um, I, I think that that is a, a way that you can go. The challenge is, if you want to train somebody from scratch, the onboarding is going to take longer. Um, so it's, it's kind of a trade-off. The onboarding takes longer. Um, the, the, you know, getting somebody up to speed takes longer. And although you, you're going to have the ability to train them exactly how you want, if you aren't fully trained or, or in a place where um, you've developed your systems prior to them showing up so that they can be trained quickly. So, for example... If, uh, if you're an expert, you're going to bring on your first sales rep, but you've kind of been doing it all by the seat of your pants. You're, you know, you go by your gut, you know, your product, you're running on founder's fuel. Um, and, and you can handle any question cause you've been doing what you do for the past 20 years, right? You can't just take what's in your head and give it to somebody who has no sales experience and expect the magic to happen because uh, for two reasons. One is you don't have a, a system structured in a way that is easily allows that knowledge or information to easily transfer to the person. And two, they don't have a background of sales. So although they are a nice clean slate and they may not come with um, any bad habits, you're instantly going to train them on your own bad, ha bad habits anyway, and you probably don't have a system in place to train on sales. So um, that's one reason why if it's somebody that is your first rep, I would discourage you from trying to hire somebody that's completely new to the sales world. Um, I'm the most guilty, uh, and I guess it's not really a bad thing, but I, I think that I can help anybody become a great salesperson if they want it bad enough. But the reality is not everybody can get there as quickly or not everybody has that background or experience that can help them get up to speed. And so if you want to get somebody selling in a role in your company and get them up and rolling as fast as possible to start those sales coming in as quickly as possible, um, one, first of all, just be clear that when you bring on your first sales rep, your sales are going to drop. Okay. There's going to be a learning curve for the person, no matter how much experience they have. But if you have someone that has the experience that is a veteran and I would encourage you to look at somebody that you could groom to maybe be a future manager, uh, potentially, right? That, that doesn't have to be the outcome. But if somebody has the experience, they can jump in and they've got, they've got the ability to give you some feedback on your sales processes. That's going to be a scenario where you're going to let somebody jump in, put their hands on uh, you know, the systems that are in place and tweak them if they've got you know, additional experience in the space, space, the space that you're in. 
So I would much rather have somebody that is, uh, has the right mindset. Um, doesn't need to be taught about sales. Uh, like everybody needs to continue sales training. That's not, you know, a one and done thing. You will always need to continually uh, keep improving your sales process and your sales experience, your sales knowledge. In fact, I would encourage people daily to consume some type of content that challenges the way they look at sales or forces them to reflect on how they're doing their sales. But if you have somebody that already has that base level of experience, then you're tweaking. Okay, this is where um, I, I would say that I stand out from a lot of other sales trainers. I prefer to tweak. And it's not just because I don't like building from scratch, although it's a lot more work and people end up paying me a lot more to build from scratch. When there's already something in place, the little tweaks can make a huge difference. I don't need to go and build a concrete foundation of the house. I just need to start. In fact, the walls are already there. I just might need to do a renovation, right? Think of your sales team um, just like you would a house. If the foundation is already there, it's a whole lot easier to do the renovation. But if you have to clear the land, you need to you know, dig for, to set the foundation, you got to pour the concrete, um, and then you haven't even started. There's so much more that has to go into it. And there's some people that are great at that. There's some people that'll say, oh, here's the playbook, start to finish, this is what you should do. Um, and I've got you know, some of that information, but it's not what I'd love to do. I would rather kind of swoop in to a sales team that exists, but having some challenges, and with some tweaks, solve the challenges, help you and your team generate a lot more revenue um, and have you guys be happy clients for life. So that's what I prefer. And so that same application uh, fits for when it comes to hiring. If you, you know, if you want to build from the, the ground up somebody so that they speak like you, they sell like you, um, that's fine, but it's going to take longer. And if you want to start things moving, get a one or two people that have some foundational experience that have, um, have spent time in that industry so that they can go and, and just dive right in. Now you still want to make sure that they've got access to the information that they've, um, if you have like a course or something you're selling that they see it, they've been through it, they understand it, they understand the value of it, because that's really important. You, you need to have them drink the Kool-Aid. They have to be able to say, when I did this, my experience was amazing. So whenever possible, create that scenario for your reps to be able to actually experience what it is that you're teaching your audience. Okay, very, very, very important. This is why insurance companies um, strongly encourage their sales reps to buy insurance from themselves, where it's legally able to be done that way, or from somebody else, but they still want to have uh, the, the sales rep holding a product from the company. Uh, when I worked at a bank, I got a bank account at the bank. I got a visa card from the bank. I got a credit line from the bank. So I could talk about my experience with the products. Very, very important. So let that be the learning. Let that be, um, the, the pieces that take more time that take that indoctrination, but bring people in that have that sales foundation that have that right attitude. Um, and, and use that lens to look through when you're doing interviews. So, uh, for example, I had someone um, very recently that uh, was scheduled with an interview for me. And the first time the interview happened, the person was a no-show, which obviously is not great for, you know, brownie points. Um, but my team uh, did manage to book this person again. Now, going forward, that won't be happening. If somebody knows they don't get booked. So, by the way, if you're applying for a job uh, with 
my team or one of my clients don't know show. Um, but what happened was instead of, uh, the person going at like and making sure they had all the information for the call, cause it was a zoom call. They sent a message to one of my team members, LinkedIn accounts, two or three minutes after the call was supposed to start saying, is this a call or a zoom? Um, I'm waiting. And of course I, you know, I'm not monitoring their LinkedIn accounts. I'm just showing up. And, uh, this person had access to all, all the call information. It was in the meeting invite. And so, uh, and the reason I bring this up specifically is because the mindset you're looking for is someone that's willing to hustle to make it happen. If and think about it as if this is somebody doing a sales call for you, how soon do you want them to know that they don't have all the information or to make sure that they have all the information? probably shouldn't be two minutes after the call was scheduled to start, right? Ideally, your sales reps are digging up the information, uh, checking what's coming up on the next day, on the next, uh, the, in the calendar for the following day, the night before. And checking, hey, do I have this information? Do I need to send text reminders off to, to confirm the appointment with these people? How do you increase that, that show up rate? But more importantly, what's the mindset? How important is it for them? They're sitting back going, well, I guess we'll see if somebody shows up. Or they're like, well, maybe uh, maybe Jeremy will reach out to me and uh, tell me where the link is instead of me having to go click on the calendar invite or open up one of the emails. So for me, and transparently, this person won't get another interview um, for a couple reasons. One, obviously frustrating to from my end to feel like I was no-showed twice in a row. Uh, but two was that the reason why he didn't show up the second time was because he claimed he couldn't find the information and didn't reach out until two minutes after the call was supposed to start. So that's the kind of behavior you can watch for. Um, are people showing up you know, on time for a call? Are they early? Are they late? Uh, when it comes to the interview process, that's a big deal. But get a feel for how they, they act because you can safely assume that the way they show up for an, for an interview is probably actually better than they would show up for a normal sales call because they're trying to pitch you. And people, as, as salespeople in general, tend to add higher volume. Um, they can slip because they're doing so many calls that sometimes they're not quite 100% on their game. So let's see what they are when they're at the top of their game. And if their top of the game doesn't come near where you want it to be, then you know that when they're having an average day, uh, they're going to struggle. So that's the scenario uh, that I wanted to share because we want to make sure that people have that base, that foundation, and they have that hustle from the start. If I'm giving you leads, if I'm booking into your your calendar, I don't care if you didn't see the link. I want you to go looking for it. Um, so that's, uh, that's my perspective. And having someone with that foundation is going to make teaching all the other important things about your product, about the impact, about the target market. That's going to be uh, going to land a lot quicker because if the, the general foundation of sales is there, someone's been a sales rep, some, this person has had success, then there's the foot in the door. Um, and it's just going to be much easier to tweak their sales process or the way they approach it to more reflect what you think it should be and to match your brand than it is to train somebody from the ground up because it's just going to take too long. If you've got a greater runway, you've got six months before a launch, you want to bring somebody in, great, as long as you've got some leads for them to practice on and calls for them to listen to and things like that. But as a general rule, get someone with a foundation, it'll make your life a lot easier.
until, especially if it's your first, first or second rep, right? Bring a couple in, but bring them in with experience so that you're just tweaking. Okay, so hope that makes sense, guys. Um, thanks so much for checking out the episode today. Uh, this is episode 89 of Sales Team Rescue. And the topic was hiring for fast results. And again, to summarize, to hire for fast results, bring on people that have that base level of experience, that exhibit the behaviors that you want in your sales team. And when you're going through the interview process, assume that what you're seeing is the highest and best level of them. And ask yourself, if they show up below that, if they showed up for a sales call at 70% of that, would that be acceptable to you? Use that as your gauge. Go forward. Go find some phenomenal people. And uh, if you are an, a rock star sales rep who is looking for new opportunities, shoot me a message. Reach out to the team. Um, you can hit us up at team at permissiontosell.com um, if you are looking for a potential opportunity. And if you are in a place where you are looking to grow your sales team, or looking to start your sales team, then go to salesteamrescue.com. Scroll to the bottom or click the link that says book a time and it'll take you to the bottom and schedule a complimentary call with me. We're going to jump in and see if you're ready to grow. I want to take a look under the hood and see if we can take the engine that you have that is your business and run it at 100 miles an hour without it exploding. Okay, we got to make sure you're ready before we start bringing in people. But once you're ready, we're happy to help. Okay, guys, also... Be sure to check out the replay of previous episodes and, of course, a link to the podcast at salesteamrescue.com. I'm Jeremy DeMerchant, the sales strategist, and we will see you right here next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Headspace TV. Cheers, guys. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com. 